Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And, uh, you know, we kind of have one hand tied behind our back because Barry is on the mend. Because guess what? Old Barry the Boater, he got COVID again. <laughs> oh, Barry Don't the make me Boater laugh got COVID again. <laughs> Is that what he you've just been wanted to go boating with his friends, but Barry but the boater he got, got that COVID, COVID again. again. Oh, thank you. I got Patrick doing a backup for you too. He's doing the uh, <laughs> the there he'll do go. the uh, solo. Yeah, no solos. <laughs> That's all we got. But there you go. Uh, I'm glad you. you're back, Barry. Though. Thank you. Thank you. You sound a little under the way. Actually, you sound sexier. So yeah, maybe you know, something. My voice to our advantage. About- my voice was about an octave lower, and uh, everyone was saying, hey, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, actually, but, it's uh, going to make things a little more awkward, is my guess. It's not really Is that good. Barry the Boater, or is that Barry White? It's yeah. Barry White the Boater. Oh, yes. boy. Oh, yeah, boy. So it's going to oh, be one of those boy. kind of uh, you know virtual cruises through the latest boating news and information today. Barry, or sexy Barry, is going to be If my voice onboarded. stayed this way, but it won't. Yeah, you'll go back to your old nerdy self. Here in yep. another day or two, you're feeling fine, though, right? I, I just feel very tired. Uh, yeah. I just been dragging. I mean, um, mm-hmm. and I had to go to work. It's tax season. It's not like I could sit at home, right? So, uh, but doing taxes, you don't have to talk to anybody. So you're no, but you have to there. concentrate. You're looking at a tax return, and your mind uh, starts to get wander and gets fuzzy. decimal point one way or the other. Who cares? As long as it's the correct way. If you say you know, so, to make right. the, to make the client happy, right? You know, like but, if I was working on your stuff, I might have actually cost you more money, maybe. Yeah, and you probably would have yelled out, "Greg, for the love of God, you can't claim that!" How many <laughs> times have I told you? I just puts everything in miscellaneous and doesn't worry about okay. it. Okay, well, I just claimed uh, that uh, guitar uh, because I, I I played a song about Barry having COVID on the world of boating. So there you go. There you go depreciation it's a work tool we'll go with that for now all right so uh look couple weeks away from the uh, miami international boat show uh, uh do we got plans to go by the way yet patrick uh, you- are you coming down <laughs> come on we had so much fun last year let's do it again patrick yeah um, are you going or no it, i i really i am so deep in boat show prep right now yeah because uh, at the at the factory i have my what I would get to my regular job, you know, as the yacht portfolio manager. And we had some uh, people who had left the company over the past couple of years. So uh, one of the people who had left, I am now overseeing this service facility again, hmm. um, which I had done for uh, quite a number of years before I took a role up front in administration in 2016. So now I'm back doing that. And of course, the service shop. We also take care of boat shows, photo shoots, magazine tests, dealer conference. So the boat show thing right now is absolutely, uh, first of all, truly hats off things. When you go to a boat show, what you, 
you, you see it when it's all done, but when you truly get an idea of what those areas look like pre boats coming in and getting set and this and uh, this platforms and the stages getting built and all the work that goes into that i mean it's all truly there's manual labor going on there's a lot of fit and finish custom stuff getting done on the fly because despite your best efforts things don't get set right and then you got to make these modifications to make sure that everything looks great and you go in there and it's like man all this good this white carpet and the gleaming glass and steel and Wow, this looks fantastic. And the, 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 the people who have to really put so much effort and long hours into setting that up, and then as quick as it's done, they're tearing it all back down. Mm, that's um, right. It okay. is, it, it, it's truly uh, hats off to everybody who's involved um, with boat shows, certainly the Miami boat show in particular, with the exception of the Miami Beach Police Department, which I still have a problem with. Um, <laughs> Are they having a problem with you? Uh, oh, yeah, fun. they do. They, they almost they arrested me one year. Mm-hmm. You, you have to come up in handcuffs. Right. Well, we I just to- asked if you're going to the boat show. We got that whole thing, which is fine. But uh, you never answered. So are, are you thinking after all that you've had enough and uh, for the prep and you might not go or I, you're just going to make a last minute decision? I, I will probably decide this week if I'm going to make that that trek down. Yeah. Um, there was just a, the last couple weeks at the factory level. Uh, again, between what I normally do and this other stuff that I'm now uh, in charge of, it has been just unbelievably busy. I, I feel like I've barely had time to breathe. I'm kind of breathing like Barry right now, mm. without, right. The, without the sexy rasp. Well, what says uh, uh, Barry the COVID boater? <laughs> what well, are you saying? Well, you know something? Patrick really needs to come down at least for one day to see if our friend will still be out at the street <laughs> corner um, painting the uh, sidewalk again. What are you talking about? What what, what guy? The, what the guy that's that sits in the corner of you know downtown miami uh urinating in a corner oh that he and he, he calls it art or you are you calling it art what he, uh it's you know these are the regulars that you got to see how they're doing after uh-huh. a year to see if there's oh. you know they made it through another year listen he did an incredible uh painting of van gogh's starry night <laughs> uh the, all with urine based it was okay. amazing urine based paint interesting yeah <laughs> all right that's a first and okay. we have to and we have to film speed too, Barry. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? But I'm telling I'm telling two. you right now, I ain't getting back on one of those buses. No, it no, ain't no. happening. It, hmm. it took longer. We spent more time on the bus than we did over at that dock. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of okay. a lot of traveling for not much. Well, maybe we ought to keep Barry and Patrick away from each other. I don't know the way it's sounding. But uh you guys do you. I, I haven't de- I haven't decided if I'm gonna come down yet, but I might. We'll we'll see. We got a lot well, going you on. We got a lot of snow, so we can all we can all kind of get down there, and then we can gang up on you. Oh, I thought you were let us know so we know how to avoid uh, avoid the area at all costs on the day that you want to be there. No, no, you we, you we and know. I used to do that show for years, Greg. right? Yeah. Well, that's true. I've I've had a lot going on. I've been diving with sharks and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So we'll see. I mean, it's still a couple weeks ago, but it's probably going to be a last minute uh, decision for me. A lot of stuff going on this weekend as we lead up to that, though. Gasparilla uh, Festival over in Tampa, where they, you know, it's like uh, you know, be like a pirate weekend in Tampa. And uh, and I got this uh, press release how the Florida Aquarium is encouraging people to pick up beads. Because they're afraid they're going to show up in the ocean. So if you bring a bucket of beads after the Gasparilla Parade, you know, which, uh, you know, they do that Mardi Gras thing like they do there and, uh, you know, Key West and, 
people throw beads out for people to expose themselves. I guess that happens at the Gasparilla Parade, too. That they'll give you half price admission to the aquarium with a bucket of beads. I'm like, so if I throw beans at you, uh, you will not take well, off beans. I might eat those, but if oh, they're okay. beads, like plastic <laughs> beads, they're trying to keep out of the uh, environment. And that I, ne- I never thought about beads being an issue. So maybe you, you know, they they got to come up with a better thing. You know, throw candy or rat poops or something at people in the parade. Rat route. poops. I don't know. Some small that looks like a bead, but is environmentally sensitive. Hey, enjoy the. I really don't know. Hey, that show us your. Show us your. Uh, <laughs> you know, rat poop. <laughs> show us your nether regions. We're gonna throw yeah. a necklace of, you know, uh, chocolate beads at you or something. I don't know. You got well, over, str- over at Gasparilla, showing your nether regions is a given. Well, that's it. Goes with the territory. That's how you get the beads. I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, I prefer to have uh, environmentally sensitive beads. As a, and if if that if you're willing to cough that up. Uh, you can see the baby maker. I don't know. Uh, How did I not know about that part? Mm. <laughs> okay, well now you know, and yeah. uh, you can't really unknow it. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I didn't know plastic beads were a thing. But they're they're you know bringing awareness to it. I think that's a good thing. I mean, we want to keep plastic out of the environment for boaters, divers, and everyone. So they're doing their part. So that's going on this weekend. Take it for what it's worth. Uh, you know, keep your beads. To yourself or take them over the Florida Aquarium, get half off admission through February with a bucket of beads. Uh, but we do have uh, some other stuff going on uh, for the boat show is leading up uh, you know, to it in a couple weeks. We got a little tidbit that I think Captain Patrick's ready to share. Top seven things to make your boat trailer better or something like that. We'll find out about that and then some next on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. 
He's done. Successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. You guys, where's Haley? Um, she is on a boat in the marina, putting you in her rear view mirror. Boats have those, don't they? Come on down. This is the world of boating. Bring your first mate, Barry, the COVID boater, and Captain Patrick rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Get ready for the uh, Discover Boat in Miami International Boat Show in a couple weeks. And along those lines, uh, Discover Boating, that's where this uh, top seven trailer tips came from, Patrick. Is that right or what? Uh, the top seven tips came from Discover Boating. Right. Which also does the Miami International Boat Show now. It's the Discover Boating Miami International Boat Show. It's uh, their show, I guess. So, As pre- as presented by Discover Boating, discoverboating.com, Discover Boating and its affiliates, Discover Boating Magazine, mm-hmm. and Discover Boating, the TV channel. Yeah, they really <laughs> got to work on their branding, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> But the, uh, these seven tips, uh, you know, Barry is a trailer boat guy himself, so he yep. will benefit from some of this knowledge, I assume. No. No? No. He already no, knows it all? Probably. And some of these, okay, first of all, the article is top seven ways to upgrade your boat trailer. Mm-hmm. And some of these are not, you're not really upgrading. It's really maintaining uh, on, really on most of these. Like the first one, new tires. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I, I prefer to wait until they actually blow up before I change yeah. them. <laughs> now, Barry, are you a fan mm. of going slightly larger in capa- tire capacity than what your your trailer and your boat is rated for, say, fully loaded? Or are you one of those you're going to be right at that you're skirting the line? Well, it's not a matter of skirting the line. It's what tires are available for the wheel size that my trailer uses. Uh, and it is actually limited. I was surprised it was hard to find um, manufacturer. The manufacturer of my original tires was the only manufacturer I could find with that particular tire size. That was, I think they're H rated or something. They're they're made for trailers. Mm-hmm. They have a special rating to them. And Barry's Barry's trailer so old. I mean, he's talking about the tires that were made by Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Actually, they were. They were uh, Flintstones. They're made yeah. of stone. Yeah, get it. Flintstone. The brakes were his feet. That's I don't right. see the comparison at all. Uh, but I all kill right. me. Okay. Uh, number two, LED lights. Yes, I did that. That, that uh, see, Barry's yeah. already. He's Barry's on the cutting yeah. edge. Of I got tired of uh, changing out light bulbs and then dealing with rust and all that. Nice um, sealed set of there LED you go. lights. Now, let me ask you something from a yeah. maintenance standpoint. Because, of course, going back years ago, as we on the factory level, we started getting trailers in that were LED lights. And that whole light housing changed from that old square black plastic with the exposed underside, you know, where it was great for water to get up in there and, you know, get to all the components and rust out the bulb and all that to LEDs where it's really plug and play. Do you take uh, special care to pull that plug every now and again, make sure the uh, connections on the backside are good? Maybe a little bit dielectric grease before you plug it all back together, or you just 
Well, it, when it was wired, they had the wires going through a rubber grommet, and it's all molded, and okay. it's all glued in, and there's no plug to plug into the back of the uh, really? LEDs. Yeah, they were molded with long wires on them, and I just uh, used my waterproof crimps and all that to put uh-huh. it all together. Now, the ones I've dealt with is usually a three-prong, nice big rubber boot uh, plug. Well, then, the yeah, you should pull those right. out at least once a year and put dielectric on there. Uh, number three, new hitch. No, eh. I mean, unless you, know, unless you had a really bad time backing up somewhere, you, the hitch should be good to go. Well, it Although, should be, but you want to replace I, before it's not. <laughs> well, when we're talking about the hitch, I mean, again, depending on the trailer and the type of hitch you have, you could look at com- replacing some of the components mm-hmm. or, you know, from a maintenance, especially if you got that little fork on the underside has been bent or, you know, you're having to take a hammer to it to bang it down, <laughs> to lock it. A hammer? You know exactly oh, no. what I'm talking no, about. No, 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 You've I don't. seen people at the ramp doing that stuff. They get well, the yeah. from the bed of the truck and they're whacking the thing because that's mm. the only way they can get it to lock. Okay. No, no, no. I spray um, I spray uh, white lithium grease all over inside the uh, workings of that so it doesn't rust up like that. But my my trailer tongue tongue is folding. So you're talking about the hitch that's mounted underneath my truck with the re- the receiver hitch, and then you have the receipt, you know, the receiver, and then the hitch that goes in there, mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah, that and uh, I guess I was more referring to the new uh, a coupler. Coupler, uh, yeah, no, the coupler, yeah, the coupler. I I keep keep watch of. I make sure it's greased up. I also grease the ball on my. Uh, Do you trailer, use grease or lube? Well, it's it's like a grease because okay. lube right. is too liquidy. And then, of course, uh, someone will walk by and rub their leg across it and curse at you. What is all this greasy stuff on there? I said, well, you why know, are they that's... rubbing their leg on your uh, trailer? Well, edge. they walk by and they trip on it. Go ahead. Oh, here, here, here's something for, for our listeners out there. If you're having your boat, you know, you're dropping it off for service somewhere and it, it is a trailered boat. Um, make sure that the service center, because I, I, I used to, I still get on. Uh, people at the factory for doing this and some people would be like man that's such a pain you got to do this but this is the way you do it when we back up to a trailer with the tractor to go move it and make our connection raise the rear of the 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 arm on the tractor comes in then set the brake back into neutral on the tractor get off and lock that latch down Mm -hmm. and then pull it but we have people that oh they're too lazy and they'll go pull it, and then what happens when they come to a stop and all that weight surges forward, Pops. that, that well, it doesn't pop, but that fork underneath the latch winds up getting bent. Mm. Oh. Okay? Because all that, and they jackknife it. So if you're dropping your, tr- ask them, you see them moving around with a forklift, maybe they've got a tractor, but when you go to pick your boat up, don't assume I would always inspect the bottom side of I, your I know cover. what you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah, the where where it ties together when you Correct. push the latch down. But I've always latched it down, and again, always lubricated. I never thought about having to beat that with a hammer because no well, one. Well, you ever don't took care you don't it. drop your boat off for service anyway. Nobody touches your boat except nobody puts except Barry's me. boat in a corner. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, disc brakes. No, <laughs> I don't have the brakes. <laughs> well, your boat weighs five pounds. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So. So, uh, <laughs> wheel bearings, enough said. Uh, Absolutely. Yep, already, already changed. And and here's the thing. Don't don't skimp when it comes to wheel bearings. No. You know, because you're, you're going to get what you pay for. And if you when, do it and you do it right, 
and you get the nice seal bearings, oil, you know, you're you're going to have less issues moving forward than the old uh, pull the rubber cap and let me squeeze some uh, uh, axle grease, bearing grease in there. Yeah. Right. And how my, often, my oil, how often my oil should bath? you do that, well, though? I, I, would, I, I did mine when greasing the bearings. Every time we'd come out of the water, yeah, that's when we pull the rubber cap and pump grease because then you see all the bad, all the milky would all come out of there. And now I know I've got fresh grease in there. Uh, and I'm going to go pull the boat another 200, 250 miles. I'm ready to go. Hmm. And, and on my oil bath hubs, you can see it's see-through. Yep. And when the oil is fresh, it has a golden color. And as it starts to, it, as long as it doesn't get milky, but as long as it stays cl- clear, it will get darker. And then you could change out. It's got a drain hole and all that. So it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work great because I, I, I drive 20, 30 miles. And then I'll stop at the ramp and I'll touch the wheels and they're cool. They're not hot. So I know nothing's been over. All right. We got more coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the world of boating radio network. Traffic sucks. Unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Ryan, we've got to get on that ship. Attention, Attention passengers. passengers, the karaoke contest will begin in five minutes. Okay, now we've really got to get on that ship. Look at me, I'm ship-faced, I'm a nautical space, brownies, yachties, I'm out of place, I'm ship-faced. This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the COVID boater. He's holding up pretty good, considering... That virus got a hold of him again. For how many times is you've had it now? You figure, Barry, this three, is two, two, two times okay, that you're aware of. Maybe more. Uh, no, nah, I don't know because it it hit me like you know every time I got the shot, I yeah. had the same symptoms, but the shot only lasted a day or two. Okay. No, th- this hit me for a week like last time. Well, now you'll be good to go for maybe another. And week my or two. my voice is sexy again for a couple of years. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> Making things quite uh quite awkward here as okay, we just navigate. Just Seven trailering tips to make your tow boating better, I guess. How, how many have we got so far uh, there, 
Patrick, that's pretty much the list, but we got Mary and I wanted to add a, a few more that okay. they didn't list that are really, 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 really important. Um, strap, not just your winch, but looking at your strap, um, inspecting that. If you're one of those where that strap has, has snapped and you're running that strap through the eyelid of the hook and you've got <laughs> nine very poorly tied knots <laughs> or zip okay. ties holding it together. And just to clarify, <laughs> uh, you mean strap? Uh, not to get confused with strapping down your winch. That's a totally no, this different is, thing, this right? Is, this is the strap on the winch, on the bow winch. A strap on okay. winch. Oh, okay. No, the, <laughs> strap, the, uh, the strap that is part of the winch. Oh, got the, it. The thing that goes click, 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 right. and it has and a it, long strap, and it pulls the boat up. And again, it's one of those things. Don't skimp. You know, pay the money. Get the one that, you know, is probably exceeds slightly uh really what you need but inspect it especially if your boat tends to sit a while it's not inside a nice air conditioned climate controlled uv protected residence like barry's <laughs> boat uh, where it's exposed to uv those straps uh, and if for those boaters out there you know which ones i'm talking about uh, they turn to turn gray after just a short period of time uh when you start to see those threads pop and that don't wait just go and replace the strap or your uh, boat will end up on World of Boating on the yeah. side of the road somewhere. And in addition to that, make sure you got stern straps as well. Uh, a spare tire mounted, a spare tire carrier mounted on the front, and maybe a nice little uh, utility box. Doesn't have to be very big, but mounted to the front of your trailer, secured properly through the frame, and put you know a spare bearing. Uh, some of the just some basic tools that you may need, stuff that's not going to rust. Uh, some a grease cartridge, grease gun, and just plan for the unexpected. It's like when we take our boat out on the water, we're carrying all this extra gear with the hoping that we'll never have to use it, but we do it because it's required. Nothing is worse than being on your way, especially a, a trip that you've, you're, you've done 300 miles, you're 50 miles from the end destination, and a bearing lets go, tire blows, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're stranded on the side of the road because you've probably passed those boats many, many times that are just sad there, sitting there, very sadly, waiting for their owner to return. Mm-hmm. That's right. Free boat. Come and yeah. get it. Free boat. One other thing to check. Um, my trailer did not come with chains. It came with these wires. Um, what would you Cables. call them, Patrick? Cables. Cables. Okay. Cables that were encased in plastic. And they always looked good until mm. one day I was looking at one and I kind of wiggled it and it snapped off. Oh, because, that's never good. Because the, the cabling inside, the steel inside had rusted because mm. it was mm. covered with plastic. You didn't see what was going on inside. So if those have been on for a few years, you may want to really give them a good tug or change them out with chains because you can see the chains when they start to go bad. Chains are better. Barry, quick question. Yeah. Um, and this will tell me what kind of a, a, a boat hauler you are. Do you cross your chains, or do I, you leave left to left, right to right? I cross them. Good job. Good because job. it'll catch yep. the one Hopefully. the one time. Yes. No, I, it happened. The first couple of weeks I used the boat, when I had the cables, I still crossed them. And I thought I latched down that latch on the... Uh, <laughs> and as I stop at the light, I feel the boat bounce. And I go, that's weird. And I get out, and I could lift it. And I go something's not right here and i had not locked it down it was sitting on top of the ball it wasn't latched in 
So with mm. the, with the latch, have you now? Do you have a pin to put in or a quick a release? Lock. Okay, because yeah. that 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 makes sure that even if you're doing up. it day in day out, but you know, oh, I latch it out. Oh yeah, I got to put my lock in here. I got to put mm-hmm. a screw bolt, something like that. Something that's going to make sure it's kind of just sets that off in your head that you've got that thing secure. It's not going to pop up. But from the world of boating, never cross the streams, but always cross your chains. Hmm. Okay, well, that's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we need to have a serious discussion. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, and I do I do mean serious. Okay. Um, we have to talk about balls. Mm. Um, we, we, we have to talk about balls because we had this story out of the Keys where this free diver, and I got some questions for Greg on this, uh, where this guy was out uh, free diving. He said to uh, about 35 feet, and then he said that he got pushed down to like 120, 150 feet. Greg, Here? is that possible? Absolutely. Down current. Yeah, he was, uh, I saw the story, I saw a video, and he said that they were uh, working the Gulf, scr- uh, Gulf Stream, and he got oh, caught in the current, okay. yes. and it pulled them down and away much faster than the boat uh, was able to track them. So he got, uh, you know, pulled out of range of maybe being able to be seen and just lucked out because they did find him. In the, well, they, and it was dark when they found him. I was like, man, he's wearing a black found, wetsuit and the whole thing. Right. It's not good. Yeah. And they found him. But coming, circling back to balls, uh, when he surfaced, he made his way over to a marker. And from there, he uh, cut loose some mooring balls and pretty much made a makeshift raft. Okay. And that that's pretty much what saved him. Well, yeah, I mean, uh unfortunate for the mooring balls. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah mean, those are know. those big white and blue ones that uh Ocean Conservancy and other groups put out there yeah. years ago. Are you sure he cut them loose? I, I thought he would just hung on one of them or a couple of no, them. No, he said he he uh he got them loose and made a uh basically a makeshift raft. Hmm. Well, I mean it worked for him, whatever he did. I mean, uh yeah. I think he's uh He's very lucky, and I think he knows it. And he seemed pretty uh, humbled by the whole experience from from the interview that I saw. But uh, so, but yeah, the down current is very possible. I mean, it happens. You know, the, as far as scuba diving, what the area known for the, the most crazy currents is probably Cozumel. But you have them all over the world. And but uh, I thought you know, I thought recreational dive limit is what 120 feet. Yeah, but he's free diving, uh, so he's not using tanks. Yeah, right. uh, that's that's the difference. Yeah, so there's he he could actually go much deeper. Uh, you know, he's not limited by recreational dive limits. I mean, the thing is, you're you're not supposed to be free diving without a buddy either. So they didn't really talk about what was going on. You know, with his buddy. You know, usually if you're doing it properly, the the thing is, one guy stays at the surface, watch the guy who free dives down, and then they alternate back and forth, uh, just as another added level of safety. And yeah, I did not he had, hear any discussion of that. But yeah, he said he had two friends in the boat that were supposed to be tracking him. Yeah, but that that doesn't count. They're supposed to be in the water watching. Oh, I see. So they the can't surface. be observing from the boat. They got to be. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like they were. You can't see anything. Yeah, they were. You know, rolling the dice a little bit, not really following you know standard protocol for you know uh, free diving. You know, but he, it sounded like he'd been doing it for many many years. He he's quite uh, established. So you know, to each his own, I guess, and right. you live and learn. But yeah, you should not be free diving by yourself or having one person in the water and having a couple people watch from the boat. That's not really an ideal scenario. 
uh, for that type of thing. And, you know, it worked out okay for him in, on this one. But, uh, yeah, I advise against it. But uh, we're glad he's okay. So there you go. I heard no talk of balls, which is good. More coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you can't have five people or ten people uh, in a boat. So if it is a family of four or five, like husband, wife, and kids, they're going to have to pick two of them at a time. They would, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Grace Paul, where did you get the right to tell me how many people can come on my boat? Nobody asked that question. Well, really? It's on the boat or on the dock. Nobody said anything. Sweetly sailing, darling. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry, the COVID boater, and Captain Patrick rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And, oh, uh, yeah. All right, that free diver off of Key West, they found him. He's okay. He survived, probably lesson learned. But, yeah, don't uh, free dive without a buddy, someone really watching you close. That could, that could happen Free anyway. diving is not free. Uh, well, it's not if you get lost, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm glad he's he's okay. Uh, that's a that's a good thing. So, what else do we have to navigate before we wrap it up today, Captain Patrick? What do you think? Uh, I wanted to circle back to a story we had reported on, uh, I think mid to late uh, 2022, because there was an update to it, and this really begs the question to Greg: When is a seaplane a boat? Yeah. <laughs> Mm, when it floats on the water okay so so when a seaplane has landed mm-hmm. boating rules then apply airplane rules do not uh well i don't know i would say that is the case but <laughs> okay. uh there, there may be some crossover there where they both apply to a certain extent like when you're landing and when you're taking off uh you got to kind of take into the airplane stuff too Okay, so I would think that it goes without saying that if you see a seaplane taxiing on the water, steer clear. Yeah. I mean, you should give a wide berth anyway, because I would think that their ability to navigate is probably less than you in a boat. And their props are very yeah, that, unforgiving. Yeah, they will <laughs> chop you into uh, right. into shredded lettuce. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I saw Indiana Jones. I know what prop. Uh, airplane props can do yeah okay okay so up in alaska uh there was this there is this owner of this restaurant uh in halibut cove and the video is on uh worldofboating.com and at world of boating on facebook and you see the video where you see the seaplane and she's out in this fairly large boat and heading right for it and then as the the pilot is maneuvering getting ready to take off he's going to take a sightseeing tour up She's just literally just 
coming at it, running circles around it, running circles around it as it continues to move. She's just like circling this thing. And the update is she's now facing federal charges. Hmm. Well, that would be interfering with a flight. That would be a federal thing, right? So, uh, so the uh, the plane was taxiing around the w- water at that point? or it was taxiing yeah. on the water, getting ready to take a tour group up. Mm-hmm. So he's out on the water. Try, getting ready to to spool up, I guess. Is right. that the proper term, Greg? No. Rev up. <laughs> <laughs> throttle okay, up. So, so spool up. Uh, we're going to go with spool because it sounds cool. Throttle. Throttle up is technically the right term, but that's fine. All right. All right throttle up. Yep. And this boat, which you, you see the video, it comes right at. And then, again, it's just. And you know what happens when boats start to run circles? It oh, creates. They make little wakes. Yeah. Uh, make, make little wakes that come together in the center and make very big waves mm-hmm. so not exactly sure they the, the uh the person that was indicted uh marion beck who owns the salt tree restaurant uh has refused to comment but the chart the federal charges are attempted destruction of an aircraft and gross negligent operation of a vessel hmm well, it makes sounds sense. like pretty tough stuff, you know. Well, I mean, it sounds like she's uh, a little annoyed that they're doing that, right? That maybe this was her way to protest, maybe, even I though she's if not you, commenting. But if, you own a, if you own a restaurant and that area relies heavily on tourism and you've got people that are on that plane, I, I, why would you go? Well, and, I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, why else would yeah. she do it? Either she was totally ignorant of it or she was doing it intentionally. Oh, she was to, doing it intentionally. Yeah. So yeah. she had a problem with it. Maybe the noise, who knows what it was, or she just didn't like the fact that they were, you know, landing seaplanes there in front of her restaurant or whatever the case may Which be. Which they've been but, doing yeah. for years. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that's uh, interfering with a flight. So, I mean, she should be hammered for that. That's uh, yeah. putting people in serious danger. I mean, that's apparently not it good. looks like she is going to be, uh, I believe the uh, legal technical term is hammered. As uh, V Hammer versus uh, MC uh, case uh, 1984 went before the Supreme Court. Can't touch this. <laughs> near, 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 I'm near. glad you were right near, on top near. of that one. Near, near. I appreciate the assist. Yeah, because that one was going nowhere. Right. <laughs> um, so true. we're going to end up going to end up with this uh, story coming out of our Marquesas Marquesas Key Marquesas. We Close discussed enough. this during the break, and you said, oh. Kate, I said, I pronounced it exactly the way you told me. Yeah, but my ears aren't working. It's COVID. Mm. Okay. Marquesas so down in the Keys. Keys uh, so there's a sailboat, uh, th- this uh, uh, couple that are retired, and they're doing their sailing adventure, and it's 530 in the morning, and it looked like a commercial vessel running a spotlight, which I have a problem. The spotlights are not meant for that. Um, to to run your boat at speed with that spotlight on, that's that's just that's just bad. You shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, anyway, the name of their vessel, which I have a problem with that too. Uh, <laughs> the name of their sailboat is Applesauce. Yeah, which uh, makes no sense. <laughs> people, 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 think about how that sounds if you have to call for help. I uh, just I always it, it, anyway. So this commercial vessel, all they know it was white. It came at them so quick, and of course, with the spotlight, really couldn't see much. Rams their rams their uh, sailboat and takes off. And, and the male occupant, he had staples in his head. He got hurt pretty good. They got 
another boat was out there and um, was able to offer assistance. They had Coast Guard out there, but from the area that they were in, I got a feeling I know if it's a commercial boat, what type of boat and where it was heading. And you care to share that with the rest of the class then, Barry? Or no, what? I'm not going to No, because he's, be he's getting the reward money. <laughs> Barry, Barry ain't stupid. That, hmm. That's close to um, Everglades City, so uh, you'd have to think about all the commercial boats and where they go in there, what they're carrying. Uh, like stone crab? Tasty, tasty, tasty stone crabs. Yeah. yeah the, uh, Delicious stone crabs. The gentleman on the boat was uh, suffered a concussion, lacerations, and an injury to his shoulder. Uh, his uh, partner, she managed to get him uh, like onto the dinghy, uh, which didn't have any uh, type of propulsion system other than oars. And that's when another boater came over and rendered assistance and uh, got them over to the dock. Coast Guard uh, responded, uh, took a couple to Key West. Uh, so if any of our listeners out there, if you have any information on this, you can contact FWC and uh I, I'm pretty sure they're going to find out. They'll be able to find out, especially if it was a commercial vessel, the way that they're supposed to be tracking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're probably going to have an idea of who this was. But here's the thing. Accident, this is no different than you driving your car or something like that. Accidents happen. They're bad. We, we don't want them to happen, but they happen. The worst thing that you could do is flee. Yeah. Because chances are, I mean, if this gentleman had passed away or if that boat, which I'd already started taking on water, if something extremely, extremely bad had happened, now it's you've just made it so much worse than, okay, we were doing this thing, we shouldn't have been, our fault, let's stop, let's make sure everybody's okay, render assistance, not take off. That's just that's just bad karma, man. Yeah, well, I agree with that, but you never know. It could have been an illegal operator, refugees from Cuba, God knows what it could be you know but keep your eye out and if you got any tips share them collect the reward money and help out some fellow boaters on that note we're going to wrap it up till next time remember whether it's sail or motor life, life is, is better, better as a boater safe boating everyone World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.